This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good evening to everyone. It's the first one of the season. Um, a bit like um, Wolves attack there, missed the goal a little bit. But yeah, so um, we're going to be talking tonight. Um, we've got um, Chris, Jack, Callum, Wayne and Sam already backstage in the green room. And we're going to be talking, obviously, regarding the first game of the season against Leeds, uh, where Wolves were defeated once again, two goals to one. For the third game in a row, actually, we've taken the lead against Leeds and failed to win. And um, we're going to be talking, obviously, about our performance rating. They're going to be giving our man of the match. But we're also going to be talking about the squad. We're also going to be talking, obviously, about all the news that's been coming out in the last 24 hours. It seems like a lifetime ago, the, um, the Leeds result, because we've got virtually... If, well, Fabrizio's or put it out and put it Wolves and a here we go on um, Conchela's Geddes uh, from Valencia. Looks like that's coming in. It also seems likely that Captain Conor Cody is likely to move on loan initially. It seems like it's being reported to Everton. And um, there's also speculation tonight that Forrest are now putting in a £40 million bid um, for um, Morgan Gibbs-White. So we've got lots to talk about. We want to talk about what's going on and um, we want to get stuck right into it really. So we want to get opinions. We want honest opinions. We want you guys in the chat uh, to join in as well. And I do want to thank um, today. We've got brand new partners for, um, for extra time. That is Wolf Life. They are a Wolverhampton based company and they do life insurance. And there's a link in the description below. And if you, Click on the link and fill in the form. You get a free entry into winning a Wolves shirt as well, all for just um, basically filling in the form. So make sure that some of you watching get on that because it's a chance to win a free Wolves shirt of your choice as well. So get on that in the in the description below and there'll be more about them um, in due course. So we're going to get the other question that we're going to ask as well. The humorous question is, 
um, recommended TV, Netflix programme or favourite programme from each of our pundits tonight. Now, we're going to welcome back first an experienced, regular um, friend of the show, and that is Jack. Hi, Jack. Evening, Dave. Evening, everybody. Happy new season. Happy new season. You did have a little bit more light on you, do you? Uh, I can try. Yeah, just we can in just the dark. see in the, in you a little bit, but you're um, in the dark, like the fans in the dark, the transfers. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, a lot of us are in the dark about transfers, mate. I think so. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's going to be a theme, isn't it, for the next few weeks? But, so, but whilst that... you're looking at that, let's just have a look at who we've got. We've already got over 75 people watching live. Um, so if you are watching and you're enjoying this, please smash a like. I'm just checking um, that. Yes, everyone can. If you're a subscriber to the channel, you can join in um, by commenting in the chat. You can ask questions of our pundits. Adrian Richards is already saying hi, Dave, everyone. We go again. Nick Parks, very good evening. Um, Emma, the producer's backstage. She basically is the, uh, you know, the, the technical brains behind everything. And she's literally currently at the moment with her feet up on the sofa with her iPad out, <laughs> keeping her, an eye on everything. Yay. Um, there you go. Hello, Dingy. And then we've got quite a lot of people. So, you know, share it on your um, on your uh, WhatsApps, on your Facebook groups. Um, and we're going to get stuck in. 84. Mate, that's a lot better. We can see you now. Um, first of all, let's just start off. You went to the game yesterday, Jack. Yeah. And um, talk, you th talk us through, who did you go with? Uh, went with my usual friends, uh, Mark, 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 uh, Jane, Max, Roger, Dave, Tony, the usual lot. So. I thought you were going to go yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark and Mark. Then yeah, for there's, a second. There's too many Marks. But it does make it easy because you just shake Mark and there's about four people. They all look around. Get so, us a drink. Yeah. Go, and get a, go and get the drink in Mark. Yeah, and it's Mark's round and, and yeah, you end up with four beers. So it's fine. Yeah. Fantastic. And where were yeah. you before the game? Uh, well, we went into Sheffield first. We drove up to Sheffield, uh, went for a drink in uh, Weatherspoons in Sheffield. Then we caught the train into Leeds and went to a pub called uh, White Locks in the city centre. Yeah. Um, we, we, I bumped into Peter Abbott, who runs London Wolves. We had a, a good chat with him. Top bloke. Yeah. And then we went straight to, got a taxi into the ground and got to the ground just after two o'clock. So. And whereabouts in the, uh, the stadium were you? Uh, we were right by the tunnel, so we were lower tier, West Paddock. So you were near the centre? Yeah, yeah, right behind the, the Leeds dugout, which um, he was interesting at full time. Yeah, well, uh, yes, we're going to come on to that because you would yeah. have seen a bit of that, wouldn't you? Well, where we were, we were right in the corner. I mean, if you've watched any of you watched the match vlog, you'll see that it was right literally by the corner flag, close yeah. to the Leeds fans. Um, so there was a risk of being hit with coins, I'm, I'm guessing. I mean, I got told that last year a few people came back a lot richer and it covered their cost of their match tickets. They had that many coins oh God, in the yeah. pocket after the game. So, I mean, what did you um, what did you feel about the game as a whole, Jack? Um, I've kind of said to people since the game, I can't be too unhappy with the performance. The result's disappointing and I'm not going to kind of sugarcoat it. You know, I'm disappointed that we lost the game. But the performance, I think you've got to try and take the positives. I thought for decent spells of the game, we're talking 20, 25 minutes spells in the game. They couldn't get near us. We controlled possession. We moved the ball quickly. We moved it forward. We controlled 
play 10, 15, 20 yards further forward than we were last season. That was a big difference, I noticed, from obviously what we were doing last season. Likes of Neves was was dictating play in their, in their final third rather than in the centre circle or in sort of our defensive third, which I thought made a big difference. And, you know, unfortunately, it's a kind of a similar problem we had last year, scoring goals, taking our chances, doing the best to kind of capitalise on domination. We didn't do that. And my friend Dave turned to me just after, well, about five minutes before Leeds scored, and he said, they're going to win this 2-1, aren't they? And you, you just kind of felt that that they were going to get one chance, put it away, and that would be the game because we'd had so much possession, so much domination, and not done anything with it. Not, I mean, their goalkeeper made two, three good saves in the game. But other than that, I mean... You know, and their defence actually made a couple of last-ditch defensive tackles as well. If yeah. you look at the, the challenge when Ait Norrie was fought through, and it was yeah. one all, and I, you know you just thought he, he was going to go through and just slide it past the keeper, and then out of nowhere, what, what their central defender blocked it. Yeah, I, I think that to be fair, they defended well at times, didn't they? You know, in terms of getting blocks in and, and tackles and squeezing, but I just it just felt like it just wasn't going to happen for us, and. Yeah, you know, I actually thought Wangi Chan had a, a quite a good game by by the standards he'd set towards the end of last season. Do you know but what? Again, mate? two things. First of all, um, I know Wang has got a bit of criticism, but I thought he was hungry. You, you, you know, he was really, really putting himself about. You know, he'd, bear in mind he didn't have a great end to last season. He's really just coming back from. Um, obviously being injured. He's had about 25 minutes in pre-season. He played 85 minutes. He, I thought he faded towards the end of the game. I thought he probably should have been replaced. But I thought in the first half, he was great. He tried to recreate the uh, the, the Gascoigne goal that, that yeah. um, Gascoigne scored against Scotland in the... Um, in the uh, in the Euros, didn't he? When he chipped it over and hit it. It was a great shot, but it was straight at... Um, it was literally straight at um, the... Uh, the, the keeper, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and I thought he did well. There's a few, he got an assist for the goal as well. Um, yeah. And he, and he, um, he did, he did all right. I'm sorry if there's a little bit of spam. Um, it, I don't know how they're managing to comment because you have to be a, you have to be a subscriber to comment. So I'm sorry if there's a little bit of spam in the, um, then they'll just get blocked off as they come through. And the other, the other point that you make about like when your friend said they're going to score, you know what? There's people, a couple of people, just be a minute before they scored. It's just going to. They were saying you just know what's going to happen here, and then a minute later, lo and behold, I think we kind of switch off. Really, we had it that comfortable. They got round the back. Ain't Norrie, who didn't have his best game, I didn't think, generally no. speaking. But it's one of those with the defenders, and you're trying to cut out the the attacker coming in. And how many goals do you see like that through the season when the defenders try to? Stop the attacker getting it, and they end up diverting into their own net. Yeah, and 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 the other point to make, it's not someone else said this to me yesterday. Actually, the goal that they scored, the winning goal, we didn't do that once all game. Did we just whip the ball along the floor across the six yard line? We didn't do that once. And like you've just said, how many times do you see that? It doesn't even have to be a particularly great ball, does it? Just a bit of pace along the six yard box. Defenders can't touch it because if it deflects or they don't quite get the right contact. It's going to go in the net. If the striker gambles and makes makes a run, he's got to tap in, hasn't he, if he times it right. And we just didn't really do that. And and that's, again, something that I think a carryover from last year, isn't it? Just We don't have players just busting a gut to get on the end of crosses and the end of, sort of pullbacks and things. Because, again, the, the first goal comes from a similar area, doesn't it? They're sort of on the, 
Oh, the angle I mean, of the, the six-yard box. The first goal, Jack, was so avoid. I mean, it was literally right in front of me. If you haven't watched the match vlog, watch the match vlog because I've literally got that goal from the angle. Uh, again, Ait Nori, I love the guy. I think he's incredibly talented. He's so skillful. He's so positive. He, you know, he tries to be a little bit clever trying to get the ball out. And, you know, he's clever enough to be able to do that. He loses control of the ball. The ball bounces free. We have a chance. We have about three chances just to clear that ball out the box, and we didn't do it. And then the guy gets in, and then the fourth mistake really is Jose Sarr, who didn't have the best first half. He would be very disappointed to be beaten at his near post, wouldn't he? Yeah, and and I think if you watch it back, he kind of takes a, a small step to his right, expecting the shot to come across, across. the goal to the far post. And by which point it's kind of done him and he goes sort of tries to get his fist on it rather than his palm and it kind of bounces off and goes in and he kind of slides past the post, doesn't he? So he hasn't quite got his angle right either because he's obviously too far across. So it's, um, but it happens so quickly, doesn't it? You have to watch the replay to kind of see that happen. So it was a great like, shot. I mean, the guy literally yeah. took it and he just hammered it and it was just, it was kind of in that little pocket right at the foot of the post, just inside of the post. If it had been a bit slightly to the other side, about probably like a couple of inches, you know, away or a couple of inches either side, it's the post and the other keeper gets down. It was in the perfect place, but he would be very disappointed. And of course, Jose saw later on in the the first half nearly commits um, a major. He nearly passes the ball into his own net, then gets into a mess. We get away with that. Jose saw is a fantastic keeper. He's brilliant. But he, he's again another one that's coming back, coming back from uh, a bit. He hasn't played that much in preseason. He's, I don't think he was fully match sharp. But you have to say at two one, he makes a world class save. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he kind of redeems himself a little bit, doesn't he, with the save from from Bamford's header. I mean, I, I, I think with Son, we kind of touched on this at, at points last year, didn't we? We've kind of as a fan base got to accept that that's what he's like. You know, the one where he absolutely clattered the the, the striker. I mean, for me, that's a penalty. I think they should have had a penalty because he's nowhere near the ball and he comes out and completely flattens, as it, Christensen. I mean, if that was the other end, we'd be screaming for a penalty, wouldn't we? Do you know but what? That, that's kind of what he does. And you kind of, you accept that and you kind of go, sometimes he'll get it wrong and he'll cost us a goal. But other times, like you've just said, he'll make a brilliant save or he'll do this or he'll come off his line and clear the ball and, and stop a counter-attack and... And I think we've kind of just got to... The same with like, hey, Nuri, you've just said, you know, he's a great player. And I agree. But he is dozy sometimes and he switches off and he, and he thinks he's, he's, you know, he's in training or he's on the five-a-side pitch and he can do step-overs and lollipops where he's just got to put it into the stand. And and I think as a fan base, we've kind of got to go, when we've got these players and they're learning and developing, they're going to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. But what we've got to do is make sure that they learn from them and we can support them as a fan base to do it. I mean, I've seen people... You know, crucifying Aitan Nuri on, on, on social media and, and things like that. And I get it because he was rubbish and, and he's cost us the game because both goals are kind of his fault, but he's a fantastic young player and, and he's going to learn this, from this, it and he's going to come back this, from this it. Is, this is the thing that worries me generally about, especially on socials. I mean, you know, I've had some stick in the past. So I don't care. If people don't like me or my channel, then that's fine. There's no need to be nasty about it. Majority of people are quite positive. You know, we try and be quite a positive channel here um, and family friendly. Um, but you've got to call it out when you've got to call it out. You've got to say it when you've got to say it. And we can turn around and we can go like, Ait Nuri had didn't have his best game. But to castrate the guy and, you know, to go in on him 
and Morgan's had a bit of this as well, and we'll come on to that. And you know, some of the incident that I've heard about um, and was witnessed by people, which we'll come on to outside the ground. You know, you know, you couldn't blame the guy. If it was his family. If you just, I've had enough. I just went out. You know, and I just think that's really, really. You know, you know the incident I'm talking about with Morgan's family. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard little bits of it. To be fair, I've not heard the full the full thing. So basically, but... I mean, we're coming out of the ground. Manny saw it, um, and he was quite distressed about it. And it's been reported a little bit on social media that there was uh, a Wolves fan that was having a go at Morgan or Morgan's dad or something, um, in front of in front of um, outside the ground. And then the police got involved. There was argy-bargy going on and stuff like that. And, you know, I thought the Wolves fans were really good to Morgan. You know, yesterday we were singing his one of his own. I thought he had a good game. But when you've got some fans that do have that sort of mentality to abuse anybody and he's already had a bit of stick, it's like, and as a player, you're going to think, do I really want to be here? He's been here since the age of eight. He just wants to be loved and supported now. Whether you think he's he's fit for the Premier League or not, you have to support your players, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think the, the disappointing thing, really, talking about this in general, is we've had, what, 3,000 Wolves fans there yesterday? 2,999 of them have behaved well, supported yeah. the team, got behind them. Yeah, we've had a moan and a groan when things have gone wrong, but generally supported them. One idiot has... has you know, not been able to control themselves after a couple of beers and, and spoilt it. And that's the thing we're talking about. We're not talking about the 2,999 who have done the right thing. We're talking about the one that's that's crossed the line and, and, and got it badly wrong, haven't we? And that that's that's the same in anything, isn't it? But it, it's just really frustrating. And, and you know, you feel for, for the people involved because it's not nice, is it? Absolutely, it's not nice. And what are your thoughts um, on Morgan, mate? Well, I mean, you know, where do you personally stand on him in the team, um, on the valuation, if we should sell him. Watch if you're chairman of Wolves right now, what what's your sort of tipping point if there is any, or is it like we're not selling him at all, or would you sell him? What would you, what would you do? Well, from from the reports, it sounds like forty million is the tipping point. If we get an offer that, that matches forty million, so thirty million plus ten add-ons or thirty-five plus five, they're gonna accept it by the sounds of it. Now, for me, if I was the chairman, if I was Jeff Shear or Scott Sellers or whoever's in charge of it, the only person I'd be talking to is Bruno Large. And I'd be saying, right, is this guy going to be an integral part of your team going forward? Because if he is, we're going to turn down every single bid. Yeah, We're going to keep him and you can build your team and your attack around him. If he's not, if he's going to be a bit part player, if he's going to be in and out of the team, then we'll use that £40 million to get you Nunes or we'll use it to fund Gwedesh and, and Ramos or whoever it is that's going to come in. And I think that's kind of what they've got to do. The manager's got to be central to every kind of in and out that comes in. Gibbs White, Cody, whoever it is, the manager's got to have the final say. And it doesn't matter about the finances because £40 million is a fantastic price for Morgan Gibbs White because he was fantastic in the championship last year, but that it was the championship. You know, and, and it'd be very difficult to to pay forty million pounds for a championship player, wouldn't it? And I, and I do I, think you know we're at the point where it's almost like it's too good to turn down, isn't it? You know. Well, well, so, yeah. I mean, this I put a poll out on the Always Wolves Twitter actually um, the other day, if I can find it, 
Um, this was about Morgan and the selling. So I'll just try and find this poll. Um, whilst I'm looking for this, what would you say your performance rating was from uh, the Leeds game? I'm probably going to give it a seven. Because, like I said, I think there were some real positives, and I'll kind of yeah. mention them a little bit. I thought I thought Collins was great on his debut. I can see exactly why we've signed him. I thought Kilman was was unbelievable as well. I thought, like I said, I thought Pedence was good. I thought Neto looked sharp. Um, Wang looked, like I said, hungry. Looked like he got a you know, being his bonnet about something. He was proving, trying to prove people wrong and things like, which is obviously quite good. Um, I thought man of the match. Jumping on the man of the match, I thought my man of the match was Ruben Neves. I thought, yeah. I thought he was absolutely out of this world. So the way he sort of picked the the whole game up in the second half and put it on his shoulder and said, right, I'm in charge now. I want to control the tempo. I'm going to control the rhythm. I'm going to say when it goes this way, when it goes that way, to, which way we go in, how far we go in. Everything went through him and, and they couldn't get near him. And it was, you know, it, it's unfortunate that he was on the losing team, really, because it, it, that's the thing about football. It's a team sport, isn't it? So... You can be absolutely outstanding and still lose the game, and, and and that was what happened with Ruben yesterday. Absolutely, I found out the uh, that that was the result of my Twitter poll. If you can see it, um, about what is the acceptable transfer Wolves can sell Morgan. As you can see, forty-one percent said not for sale, and then it was thirty-five million. So if we got forty million, that would seem to satisfy most Wolves fans. I would say by the looks of that poll. Um, and then that was, uh, there was 468 votes. And if you're not following Always Wolves on Twitter um, or on socials, if you, we're on Instagram and Twitter. So you just need to, uh, and on TikTok as well. There you go. Um, you, the competition has been won, by the way, now, by the way. But there will be another competition coming coming up. So make sure that you look up for uh, Always Wolves on all the uh, the socials. So you'd you'd accept forty million and then reinvest, and I think that's the key—the reinvestment, isn't it? I mean, like I said, if if Bruno wants him as part of the team, then I wouldn't accept any fee. But if if he's willing to let him go in in exchange for someone else coming in, then I think forty million is is a is a good price, and I think that's probably you know fair enough to kind of say thanks for everything and and good luck at Forest, and and we're going to use that forty million to to bring in two players that are going to transform the team because that's kind of what we said way back in the, the start, end of the last season we talked about Neves going didn't we and we said well you know I'd love Neves to stay but if we get this amount of money for him we can buy this player and this player and this player and that's kind of how you build your team and you improve isn't it now the great thing for us is that as as it stands Touchwood Neves is still here you know but there are other players that are going to move on and if you can invest that money sensibly and you can kind of in a way kind of spread it across investment so if you get 40 million for Gibbs White and you use it to sign two 20 million pound players you've improved the quality of your squad and the depth as well you know you don't always have to go like for like and i think that's kind of what we've got to do really because we're not going to sign a 40 million pound player but we could sign two that are 20 million which improves the ability that we've got in the team and also the squad depth absolutely yeah and what's the thought of this uh Conchalo geddes coming in from uh valencia what were what you what's your opinion on that that looks as if it's uh a done deal. Fabio Fabrizio has said "Wolves" and the words "here you, here we go" in the in a tweet. And that's usually a good sign, isn't that's it? Good as isn't it? Really? What? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally, I think he's a great signing. I think he's the kind of player that we wanted Trincao to be last year, and unfortunately, he wasn't up to it. 
you know, someone who can play across the front three, can also play as a central striker if you need him to. I mean, if you watch some of the, I know it's not always a great sign, you watch the YouTube clips, yeah. edge of the box, half a yard of space, bang, shot away, bottom corner, shot away, top corner. We don't do that enough, I don't think, as a team. Edge of the box, just have a shot. We're always trying to kind of work the angle or, you know, play a little one-two. You know, the goalkeeper's never ready when the ball's edge of the box. So get half a yard of space and, and get the shot away. I think you'll make a massive contribution. We were kind of looking, because it was kind of breaking last night as, as we were kind of out and about, and it was we were looking at it. And I think he's played 140 games for Valencia, and he's got something like 50 goals and assists combined. So he's kind of scoring or creating a goal every two or three games, roughly, which is kind of not outstanding, but it's better than what we've got currently. So, you know, we've always talked about Traore. What a great player to watch, but the end product's not there. Uh, and Pedence is similar, isn't he? A lovely player to watch when he's on the ball, but doesn't get enough goals and assists, really. So someone who's going to come in and contribute, let's say, eight goals and, and eight assists this season is going to make a massive difference to our team. And it looks as if that's going to happen. So, we'll, obviously, there might be an announcement on uh, on that tomorrow. And uh, finally, Connor Cody, before we get on to the, uh, the humorous question, Thoughts on uh, Cody? Um, one, do you think he should go? Um, and if so, is a loan okay, or should we get him, should we get in actual money for him? And he is going to a potential rival by the sounds of it in Everton. Give me your thoughts. Um, I mean, if it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, it's clear that that Bruno wants to play the back four, and I think if Cody does go, then I think it's almost like closing a chapter on on this part of Wolves history, isn't it? This back three. Because once Cody goes, I don't think we can go back. Because we've got players that could potentially step in and play the, the middle. Bolly could maybe play there, Toti, Mosquera. You'd even try Dendonka there maybe, but it wouldn't quite be the same, would it? And I think, you know, let's be fair about it. Our fan base, wonderfully passionate, diverse, wonderful, but demanding and, and, and can really chew a player up if, if they're not up to it. He's played over 300 games for this football club. Now, you don't play 300 games for Wolves unless, first of all, you've got the ability and, secondly, you've got the character and the personality. So I think whatever happens with Cody, whether he goes to Everton or not, I think he's been a fantastic servant for the club. And I think we, we should remember that, really. He's been you know terrific and he's been a huge part of where we've, how we've gone from where we were to kind of where we are now. In terms of should it be a loan... I mean, I think I get the argument about, you know, he needs to go and play football to get in the World Cup squad. I mean, I would argue if he does go to the World Cup, it's not as a player, it's more as a squad man. You know, he's kind of your, you know, your team man, isn't he? And they kind of liked that in the Euros, didn't they? I mean, he never kicked a ball, but then Steve Holland said, oh, our man in the tournament was Connor Cody. So I wonder whether even if he wasn't playing regularly for us, whether they'd still take him in that kind of role. As You know, you're not going to be playing for us, Connor, but... We need you in the dressing room, driving the standards, keeping everyone on, on task, keeping everyone focused. So I wonder whether we're overthinking it and kind of going, oh, he des definitely needs to be playing football regularly. I'm not quite sure whether that, that's the case, whether he would be able to go to the World Cup anyway, even if he was kind of on our bench. But, um, you know, it sounds like there's a 12 million uh, option to buy, which seems a little... 12 million is, is enough for an England international centre-back that is that influential, that's 29, basically as a centre-back coming to the primary career, is 12 million really enough for someone like that? What, what, how much did Harry Maguire go for? And is he how much better than Cody? Is he really? 
Yeah, I mean, Maguire should never have been 80 million anyway, should he? But I, I, I agree. I don't think 12 million is, is is good enough for us, really. But again, we kind of we can only go on what what we're told and, and what happens. Whether there's been a conversation with with Bruno and Co- and Connor, and he said, "Listen, you're not going to be first choice. We're not going to play a back three. Do you want to stay and be a sub and and be the the man behind the scenes driving it, or do you want to go and play football?" And I'd imagine knowing Connor a little bit, that he want to go and play football. You know, which, and you can't blame him. So, it's one of those, isn't it? I think, again, go back to what I said, it's almost like the end of that chapter, isn't it? You know, the Connor Cody era, if you like. He's been a real linchpin, if if I can use that word, of, of the team, hasn't he, for four or five years. And if you think back to when he first signed, he was a central midfielder, did okay there, went to right back, did a job, but then they found that perfect spot for him as the sweeper in that back three. Unfortunately for him, probably more than anybody, that system's kind of become stagnant and it changed from we played a back three to win games and then we were playing a back three to not lose and it became a quite a defensive. And, you know and what? A, That's a really, really good way of putting it. That's exactly how it, it kind of thing. He reverted to a back three. We all know that when Bruno came in, he wants to play a back four. Um, we have got six centre-backs at the club, if you include Collins, Kilman, Cody, Bolle, Yerson, and then Totti Gomez. So that, that's where we have an abundance. Um, I mean, my sources tell me that Connor's absolutely gutted. Um, you know, he wanted to see his career out at Wolves. That's what he wanted to do. But obviously, um, he, und- he can see that he's not going to be starting and win the World Cup. He needs to be playing. So... Wolves, are, I, I think, because he from because he's been with us for seven years and he's been so inspirational as a as a captain um, for the club and as a person, as a human being, you know, he's just such a great person that they want to do the right thing to support him in as well. So I think there's a little bit of that, isn't there? I do think, yeah, you know, the twelve million seems a little bit low. I know someone said, well, he's twenty nine, but like. You know, it's it's a full fact that centre backs don't really start hitting their peak until sort of 27, 28, 29, and they can play till like 34. So he's still got Connor Cody would still think he's got five or six years left in his in his boots, wouldn't he? Yeah, and I think the other thing to kind of say is you've got to look at it from Bruno's point of view. Now, um, Connor Cody's been such an important part of the team, captain, leader, everything. Now. At times last year, it felt a little bit like Bruno was kind of doing a Nuno tribute act. Yeah. Same system, same players, same style. Whereas now he's got an opportunity to to really stamp his authority and say, Nuno was great for Wolves, but now I'm the man. And this is what we're going to This is how we're going to play. And this is what we're going to do. And if that means I have to move Connor Cody on, our captain, then that's what I'm going to do. And it's a really big decision for him to make. And, it, and it, there's no going back, is there? You know, once once Connor Cody leaves Wolves, the back three is gone. I think, and it's and it's back four all the way. He then. can't go back to a back three if he lets Cody go. That that's no. kind of it. I mean, it this this is my system. I'm sticking with it. You know, because if he then goes back to a back three and you've let Cody go, it's going to look a bit daft and a little a little bit stupid. I mean, he, he played the first three games last season, then switched to a back three, like he said, to stop losing. In the end, he did. You know, he got us into a position. We faded out towards the end of the season. We had a real chance. 
but yeah, it's going to be real. It's going to be you know very very sad. It's like a changing of the guard. I mean, Connor Cody seems key to the DNA of the club. He's always going to be welcome back at Wolves. He's going to be a Wolves legend for what he's achieved, how he's led the club, and on and off the field. And I think he will also be a wolf through and through. But he's got a, he's got, he's a footballer. He's got a short career, and at the end of the day, he wants to get into the England squad. But whether he, you know, he's going to play much in that England squad again, we don't really know. So great to have your yeah. thoughts on that final from you, uh, Jack. Netflix recommendations or TV shows that you like? Uh, Netflix. I think you've probably watched Stranger Things, haven't you? Uh, yeah, love it. Yeah, uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah, watch that. All of it. Right. Love it. Um, television programmes. Have you watched Inside Number 9 on BBC? I haven't seen that, though. Get on that. That's really good. That is really good. It's like uh, it's like an anthology comedy horror programme. So every episode is different. So you don't kind of need to watch every one. You can kind of dip in and out. It's like half an hour, almost Isn't like a It's a little bit like play. Black Mirror, where you can... Uh, yeah. They're all individuals. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same uh, people who did League of Gentlemen, if you've watched that. It's kind of yeah. similar humour as well, so it's really good. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Jack, thank you very much for coming on and kicking off the show. Um, no it's great to have extra time back. It's great to have you back. Yes. Hopefully we'll catch up uh, soon. We will be back with extra time for the Fulham game. I think there's a lot going to happen this week, mate. And to be honest, yeah. a lot Strap needs to happen. Yeah. A, a lot needs to happen because, like, if, if they don't act... So, I mean, one of the uh, the uh, the international fans said three weeks to save our season, and I think that probably sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think we, I think we're going to know a lot more, aren't we, once that transfer window shuts? Exactly right, mate. Cheers, Jack. No problem. Take care, everyone. Cheers. If you've enjoyed Jack's contribution, please smash a like on the video. Next up, we've got a debutante. This um, we've got Wayne. Wayne, let us know where in the world you're watching. And um, all right, hi Dave, thanks for having me on. I'm in Melbourne, Australia. That's where I am. In Melbourne, it, in Australia. It's uh, it's six oh six a.m. as we speak. So, question is for you, Wayne: Have you? Is this a late night or an early morning? I've been pretty much Dave up most of the night watching the football. I watched the West Ham Man City game, and uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you the usual. The you get all the games over there? Yeah, we're really lucky. We get up to sports. So um, it's my phone carry. And for six ninety nine, you get every Premier League game, La Liga game, and and, and many others. Oh, six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. Yes. Is that six hundred and ninety nine or six? No, that's that's six dollars ninety nine Australian. And that's a legal thing. Absolutely, David. That's that. So my I mobile carrier, Australian VPN, then don't I? Yeah, my uh, mobile carrier is Optus, and uh, for Optus subscribers, it's six. It used to be free, David. They've uh, just signed a new six-year deal, um, so they're charging six ninety-nine for Optus subscribers. But prior to that, it was free with your mobile um, so content. So there you go. That's amazing. So you would have watched the game, um, your first match of the season. Um, what did yeah. you make of it? Look, I, to be honest, Dave, I thought we looked really good in um, in patches. We played some really attractive football. Um, but, you know, the usual sort of thing. We ha we still have problems putting the ball in the back of the net. Um, look, I've been very critical. You've seen my, 
my tweets and stuff. And to me, we're a team that are two or three players away from being a regular top six side. But if Fosun do not invest the money that is needed, you can, look, I watched the Fulham-Liverpool game, and I've got to tell you, I'm worried about Fulham coming up. They look a very, very good side. And this, um, it doesn't surprise me that they absolutely bossed the championship last season. Now, there is no reason they can't come to Wolves and turn us over. Now, if that happens, we then go away to Spurs. Now, if we start the season with three straight defeats, you know, it's not going to be the best of starts. And then what's it going to do in Bruno's mind? Is he still going to be thinking, oh, back four? Yeah. Well, that's what we were just that's what we were just talking about, wasn't it? I mean, the, the, I mean, the full Wolves form, actual form is we're on the long, longest winless run in the Premier League. It's now at eight games. I think we've won two yeah. out of the last 15. So that yeah. run, OK, I know it was at the end of last season and all that. But we're in a new season now, but it's now at eight games. Two yes. You know, it's we've got to start winning and it. The fans won't forget that. So if he does run into three or four games at the start of the season, the pressure is going to be really starting to mount because I don't think we can afford to lose the first three games last like we did last season. And uh, no. with the squad that we've currently got, uh, come back. And and, 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 the thing, and and the thing is, David. I mean, we know what's going to happen. Let's let's say the unthinkable happens, and we're winless after five games. We know who's going to suffer for that. There's only one person. That's going to be Bruno Large. Now, I think it's fair to say, if the worst happened and Bruno Large was to be moved on, I don't think there'd be any Wolves fan out there, realistically, that would be saying, well, he can't coach. He can't manage a team. The reality is this guy has not been given the backing that he deserves. And when we talk about transfers, David, it's not just this season. We have been crying out for an attacking midfielder to come in. We've been crying out for a centre-back that we finally have got now. This has been over four or five transfer windows. Now, maybe there is an issue with Fosun in China. Maybe whatever's going on over there, you know, affects how they can spend their money. But a little bit of transparency between the owners and the fans, you know, would put us at rest. I mean, look, I mean, folks, I think the last time I looked until they lost their money, I think they were worth $103 billion. They, they, they still so, work a lot, haven't they? I mean, you know, individually, they're the individuals. I mean, the chairman, Gao, was over in Portugal. Um, I was speaking to someone from the Wolves management team that that folks oh. have a lot of um, interests in Portugal and we've just then we've just lost um obviously we've just lost him he's just been cut off folks have heard him criticizing um them and they have cut him off the stream so I'll just keep talking for a second uh, to you guys in the chat, and hopefully we can get him back. But you know, you, it, the irony is he's just criticised um, Fosun, and then all of a sudden he's gone. Hold on, I think he's back. Wayne could be back. I'm back, David. I so, sorry, I don't know what happened. I think I know what happened, mate. 
You okay. Was in Foson, and they've immediately <laughs> cut you off. Yeah, or you put you you're probably right, but but yeah, I mean you know that you know the gist of it, David. I mean, look, hopefully this Gwedes deals over the thing, but I, I I would like to say one thing on there. I don't know if you remember two or three seasons back. You remember Zinchenko was going to sign for Wolves? Yeah. Well, they no, wanted he, to get him, but he wouldn't sign for us. Well, he was booked in for a medical, David. He was actually booked in for a medical and he didn't turn up. Yeah, I, I remember something about that, yeah. So, I mean, now apparently Guedes is booked in for a medical tomorrow. Let's hope he turns up and signs on the dotted line. Well, yeah, I think Mendes has been a lot behind this. I think, to be honest, I, 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 I do think the penny has dropped, that they've smelt the coffee, because the, you will know full well if they don't invest and they don't get this back Bruno now and the results don't happen, it's not going to be Bruno that's going to get the, uh, the, the bulk of the blame. It's going to be the board. It's going to be Jeff. It's going to be Scott Sellers. You Absolutely. know, because they haven't backed him and all the fan base can see that. And, you know, it will turn very, very toxic, very, very fast. Um, yeah. And the and the, the finger of point will be Scott and Jeff, who's a lovely guy. Um, and Scott, I'm sure he's a nice guy as well, but they will be getting the uh, the bulk of the, the finger pointing and the fans yeah. will... will, will you know what, David? The thing is, I mean, obviously, I, I'm a lot older. I'm 59 now. And the last game that I saw, apart from when I've been back on a holiday, was when Wolves played Forest in the League Cup final in 1980. Now, I was a ball boy for Wolverhampton Wanderers in the 79-80 season. Wow. We were lucky enough. Yeah, we were lucky enough that the club gave us free tickets and paid for our uh, journey to Wembley and back. Now, if you'd have told me that in 2022 that Wolverhampton Wanderers would not have made another final. Back then, when I was a 17-year-old, I would have laughed. Um, and, I, you know, so I feel privileged that I've seen, I've actually seen us lift the cup. Um, it, it's, in fact, shortly after we emigrated in 1980 is really when things start to turn sour for Wolves, so didn't they? It's your fault. You left and everything went <laughs> belly up. Well, you know, I mean, it's look, it doesn't matter. Look, David, it doesn't matter what division you're playing in. If whether you're in League One or you're, you're League Two, you still, you know, you still follow your team. But obviously, you want to be in a Premier League. And I mean, look, we're established now. We're, we're five years we back into established, and, and we have to recognise that Fosun have done what they set, they set out to do initially, and that's established it in the Premier League. But like, we want to see them, you know, take us the next step. Take Absolutely. Us and that's what we're waiting to see um, what will happen. So, what's your performance rate in your man of the match for yesterday? Well, I'm very much of the same opinion as the guy you had on before. Like, I'd say around seven. Yeah. Seven, seven would be decent. But the one thing I want to say is a big shout out to a player I thought was a disaster signing, and that was Wang. I thought he looked really good yesterday. Yeah, I thought he had a good. He looked. He looked sharp yesterday. For someone that he looked like he got a point to prove, didn't he? Well, yeah, I, I, I think so. But not only that, David. I think like he's obviously not fit, and he didn't play many game. You know, much time in in preseason. But I can actually see why other teams were looking at him. He's quick. 
he's actually quite skillful. So, um, and look, a big shout. Yeah, and a big shout out to Fabio Silva, who's doing great on loan. Yeah, well, do you know what, mate? It's like it had to happen. I, Fabio Silva, I thought personally, he didn't score much last, obviously last year, but I thought he looked so much better, and he was a bit unlucky. And yeah. he just needed a goal, like a lot of strikers do. Once they get one, it's they're like Pingle, Ping, Pringles. You can't stop, you know, once you pop, you can't Score. stop. And he scored three goals in four games for Anderlecht. And yep. he's like left Wolves and he's banging in the goals. Another go good goal today. That's well, you, know, you, know what the, you, you know what all the fans are going to say, Dave? And this is where it really annoys me. And I've seen it so many times. Oh, it's only the Belgium League. Or somebody's playing in the MLS. Oh, it's the MLS, it's League One Standard. That is utter bollocks, my friend. I watch the MLS every week. And I can tell you, there are some very, very good players out there and it is of a very high standard. And I'll tell you something now, don't be surprised in the World Cup if the USA give England a very tough game. Oh yeah, I mean they they, they are they, their league's getting stronger, isn't it? And they're you know they're investing in it as well. Um, so you give it a seven, and so your man of the match. Man of the match for me would be Ruben, but a big shout out to Wang, who I, who I actually thought was fantastic. Brilliant, and also your thoughts on Morgan, uh, Connor, and Geddes. <laughs> Well, Gwedes, uh, I think, would be a fantastic signing. So let's just hope that gets over the line. Yeah. Morgan Gibbs-White, as you know, he's fallen out with the fans and, uh, you know. But look, he had, a, he had a fantastic season with Sheffield United on loan last year. He looked brilliant. He's looked good in pre-season. It's like this. Look, David, if Bruno Large wants him, yeah. if he is a big part of his plans going forward, and he's going to be a regular in this Wolves team, then we should not sell him under any circumstances. If he's had a conversation with Bruno, and Bruno says, look, you will be part of the team, but I can't guarantee you regular football. And of course, depending on how Morgan feels about Wolverhampton Wonders these days, it, it's, it's between those two. 40 million, if we got 40 million, like the guy said before, whether that's 30 million with 10 million add-ons, 35 with whatever it takes it to 40, it's decent money. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure that I trust Foson to reinvest that. And, and I think so, that's, that, that's the thing. It's like what Jack says. If he was chairman, he'd be saying to Bruno, is this guy part of your plans? Is he, yeah. is he, is he integral? In which case, we'll say no to every bid. If he's not, and we can bring in a couple, two or three other players with the money to help yeah. you, then that's a different question. We don't know what the conversation's going. It seems to me yeah. that Bruno really, really likes Morgan. He's making a big effort to show him that he's valued. He even made him captain one of the uh, the games over in pre-season. So we'll wait to see how that pans out. Forrest, uh, I, I, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't too particularly for, worried about Forrest, but then I watched uh, Match of the Day and they've lost a lot of people who had on loan. They bought people in. It could be a bit like a Fulham for there where they've got a hodgepodge of loads of people coming in. I said that to my friend. I said that exactly to my friend. It's a lot of players to bed in 12. It, well, exactly. And that's the uh, the thing that didn't impress me that much against Newcastle. Um, and and they've, they've had a lot of changes. 
And when a team's had a lot of changes and they're coming up into the Premier League, you know, there's a lot. Fulham have got that momentum, haven't they? I mean, Forrest have got the momentum, but they've lost a lot of their team and then they've brought in. So I'm not sure, which is probably why they're desperate to try and get like Morgan in because they need that midfield attacking forward play with Morgan and Lingard and who they've got up front. So it'd be interesting to see how that one pans out. And your thoughts on Cody? Uh, look, I'm a big fan of Connor Cody. I think he's been a. I think it. Look, I think he's been a fantastic footballer. Has he got his flaws? Absolutely. But you know, like you were talking, if I look in comparison, I look at Harry Maguire, eighty million, uh, well, and I look. And, like, how can Connor Cody be worth just twelve million? And Harry David, if they if they sell him for twelve million, all right, I, I'm going to say it, it's shameful. The guy should be. We should be looking at no less. 25 million as far as I'm concerned. He's an England he's an England international for Christ's sake. He's he's a fantastic leader. He's a fantastic captain. Do you know what it reminds me of, David? It reminds me very much of when we won the championship. Okay, and we had Danny Barr as captain. But you could see, you could just see, we all knew he wasn't good. He was a Premier League standard, but he was a great club man. Oh yeah. In Kane Cody. This is similar. It's not similar in the sense that Cody is, of course, Premier League level. But obviously, Bruno Large has looked at it and thought, well, I want to play a back four. Now, this is what annoys me. How do we know that Cody couldn't play a back four? Do we really know that he couldn't play a back four, Dave? Has he really ever been tried out in that position? We've never really done it. He has played back four for Wolves. He's also played back four for England. Okay, but he hasn't really been tested against the highest opposition, and I think that's exactly. the. I think I, I think that where, where Bruno's coming from, he wants to play a four. I think Kilman's our best defender. Um, Absolutely, Kilman's Kilman's fantastic. Yeah, and I think he will probably play for England at some point. You know, he's got everything, hasn't he? And when we lost him last season, no, I know we had a number of in- injuries, but that's when we started leaking in the goals. And they've spent twenty million on Collins. Who are you going to play in a back four? But yeah, yeah, yeah. But what happens, David? If he if he decides that you know for for four or five games he has to go back to a back five, what do we do then? That's the key. What we were talking about. What if he does have to go back for that? And then uh, you know, I know you know uh, Bolly can play in the centre of a of a of a back um, of a. Back but he's not a leader, is he, David? He's quiet compared to that. but Collins is. Uh, Collins is quite quiet off the pitch. I was there yesterday and he was doing a lot of talking. He does a lot of talking. He's not like Connor. You can hear Connor all the time, talking, 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 yeah. talking. That's how he is. Um, but if he did go back to a back five, then obviously, you know, it's kind of like letting the, the horse go and bolting the door afterwards. But we'll have to wait and see. But interesting yeah. points on that. And finally, favourite TV programmes or TV show recommendations? Uh, well, at the moment on Netflix, I'm a big fan of Virgin River. Right, I've not seen that. You've seen it? No? I'm not. don't know what it's about. And uh, a Spanish show, uh, but it's in English, is uh, Money Heist. Oh, fantastic show. Seen all You've of it. You've seen that? Yeah, brilliant. You love that? Yeah. And, of course, um, I'm a bit old school, David, so I really do like uh, the new series of Dynasty. Oh. Right, okay. Da, da, da. You see, I, I'm a bit of a softie at heart. I may come across on Twitter as uh, a little bit negative or whatever, but 
you know, I'm, I'm really not. I give, I do give some plaudits when, when we deserve it, but I will be critical when I also think we deserve it. Well, that's what it is, and you can be, you can in the right way. Wayne, it's been an absolute pleasure making your debut. I hope you'll come on again. I absolutely will, David. And look, uh, a big shout out to you and the, the guys on there for having me on. I really didn't think you would, to be honest. Also, well, no, no, absolutely. The thing is, mate, you know, football is a game of opinions. You know, we sure. love our club. At the end of the day, we all love Wolves. We're all Wolves fans. It doesn't matter that you're over in Melbourne. You're like committed. This is why I do the international fan reaction because we've got fans all over the world getting up. Well, early this, just before you, this is what people need to realise that I was standing in the South Bank throughout the whole of the seventies. I find it hard. I can't. I can't stand in the South Bank now because I'm just a little bit further away. Yeah. But I'm still there watching every single game. You know, and and, and of course, yeah. Passionate. Absolutely, Dave. I mean, I've got the new Wolves shirt. I've got the away shirt. You know, Dave. We, you know, we're we're the same. We're just exactly. a little bit over football's a game of opinions and that's why I, I said look just come on as long as you don't F and blind because there's a lot no, of no. watching stuff like that we want it's this is a show extra time about people having their opinions I'll push back ask the questions and you can put your view across and that's what we want that creates the debate so thank you for coming on and uh, of course you're welcome back at any time I will hold you to that one David you better have see you mate Cheerio, mate. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Cheers. That's Wayne making his debut all the way over there in Melbourne. Absolutely uh, a, a pleasure to have him on. And we do, uh, I like, we've got here Lucy saying, please come back on. Great contribution, Wayne. Um, race should be on the IFR. And I do want to say, if you've seen all these people uh, that have got little wolf heads next to their name, that's because they're a member uh, they're on our Discord group. So if you, you do fancy becoming a member, there's four different levels. It helps support the channel, and we have a great community. So we have a, dis a members Discord group that we can talk. We talk on in between games. So you're welcome to come on. So next up, uh, a young lad making his debut as well from the Instagram crowd. Hello, Callum. Yeah, Dave, how you doing, mate? Yeah. Absolutely fantastic uh, to have you join uh, Extra Time, powered uh, by Wolf Life. Um, so whereabouts in the world are you from, Callan? I'm from Leamington Spa, Whitnash, Warwickshire. Leamington Spa, it's a bit posh there, isn't it? In the Midlands, yeah, I'd probably say. <laughs> and so how, how are you supporting Wolves from Leamington Spa? Give us the backstory. My dad and my brother, they're, uh, they're Boyard Wolves fans. Even though my whole family are United fans, I've always gone down that route. <laughs> You've made... So you're not a glory hunter then. No, Come on, you. Glory, glory, man United. That went out 10 years ago, didn't it? They uh, did. <laughs> and we've got lots of people saying hello to you here. Lucy's saying hi, Callum. Um, we've got uh, Carl saying hi. Charlie, Hi, as well. So lots of people welcoming you to the channel. It's great to have you on, mate. So thank you for coming on. You're 18, correct? I am indeed. Fantastic. And did you watch the match yesterday? I did, yeah. Were you there or were you uh, watching it on a stream? I wasn't there. The only reason being, I had my theory test in the morning. and Driving, like driving? Yeah, I got a bit unlucky. I failed by one mark. <laughs> so... oh, mate, I'll tell you what, I got really lucky when I had my theory test. I was rubbish. 
I could uh, not my theory test, not my theory test. Uh, my actual practical. I was yeah, absolutely yeah. rubbish. I could never reverse round a corner. Yeah. Um, and on my actual uh, test, uh, as I was reversing around a corner, I hit a must have been a brick, and it made me jolt. And I did a perfect round the corner, and I passed right. first time. But most people pass second time, so don't worry, Callum. Yeah, that's it. That's why I was a bit annoyed after the game. I thought Wolves made might cheer me up, but then yeah, a bit of a bad day. But we moved. So where, where in the Molyneux do you normally go? Usually North Bank if we get a ticket. Upper or lower? Upper probably. Usually, yeah, usually. we're down in down in the low. But you, you, how did you watch it on a stream yesterday then? No, I just watched it on um, on Fire Stick. On Fire Stick, that's where you get all the matches and uh, yeah. got it all on in there. A, in a, yeah, we won't go. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. So, what did you make of the game? I thought at the start of the first half and the start of the second half, I thought we looked quite bright, but we just slowly dipped throughout the game going on. Um, a few individual performances, which I was a bit surprised on. Eight Nori, I thought he had a quality pre-season, but uh, yesterday he just looked a bit... He didn't look on it, you know what I mean? His awareness wasn't there. So, yeah, overall... First half, second half, start of it, it was fine, but then we just slowed, slowed dips. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be too fair, it was a, it was a dream start with uh, Pedence. I mean, I th- he, he scored it. It was he didn't hit it how he wanted to, but it just about went in, um, which was great start. Then we yeah. were thinking Leeds came back. I thought they bullied us off the ball quite a lot. You know, they were closing down. We started giving the ball away, uh, and that goal came. Then Donker having that an absolute golden track. If he'd have dinked it, uh, you know, he'd literally try to pass it in the net. All he had to do was lift it about half a foot, and it was an open goal. The keeper had gone that way, but dinked it that way. It was a certain goal, but he's not a goal scorer, is he, as such? Uh, and then we came out in the second half, and for 20, 20, 35 minutes, it was comfortable, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, mate. I say, with that Den Donker chance, I think. We're using him more as a box-to-box now. I've been crying out for a box-to-box midfielder for a few years now. It's just we need someone like Nunes to get in the box. We, 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 we're using Dendonka in that role too much, but I just don't see him as that, you know what I mean? I, mean, I, I think he should have scored that 100%, but it was the wrong choice to try and place it. It was definitely a really good opportunity. And obviously, the uh, the second goal happened because we didn't take our chances again, and then we end up uh, again losing uh, the game. So, uh, who impressed you as your man of the match? Oh, Nevers. I thought Nevers. His passing was sublime, I think, yesterday. And, he, yeah, obviously, he stepped up to being uh, the captain. And no doubt, if Connor does go, he will become the club captain as well, won't he? Yeah. Yeah, he will. And your performance rating? Performance rating, there were some good sparks, I'd say. Um, I'd probably say... Probably a seven. If we, if we, if we know how to finish, we'd be fine. But we just—it's just our end product just isn't there, and that's why Leeds had it against us. I know, mate. It was just like so. Wolves again from last season, not finishing when we were on top for such a long, not not getting that killer blow. And we used to have a a really good record of scoring first and not losing games, and that seems to have gone gone as well, doesn't it? You know, in the in the last sort of six months or so, but. Hey, it happens. Uh, talking about the transfers, what are your views on uh, Morgan and Connor Cody? I think it's essential to keep Gibbs White. I think no matter what price, I think we need to set 
saying like right he's not for sale I think he is he has changed that midfield and he's sort of gone into like a versatile role I see him drifting out to the to the right sometimes he's creating a lot of chances I think that, Morgan. yeah yeah Morgan yeah. With Sheffield United, I thought that was a perfect loan for him. You know, we, we recalled him midway through the season when he was with Swansea. I thought he, he was quite good at Swansea. Yeah. And Swansea saying, you know, oh, you know, we're so disappointed for him to come back. We didn't have the squad at the time. You know, we had to we had to call him back. But I'm happy he's had a full season out on loan, but I don't want him to go anywhere. He's, he's vital for the future. So you wouldn't, if you were Bruno, you'd be telling Jeff, no, we're keeping him, whatever. Um, Connor Cody? The thing is with Connor, I mean, I've always loved him. You know, he's, I, I agree with what Roy King says. You know, he says about characters. He says, it's not just all about quality on the pitch. As much as Connor's got got it, you need a good character in the dressing room to get that sort of energy, you know what I mean, before a game. And he's got that. You know, you see the open trainings. He's always having a laugh with the lads. And that's what you want. You want a good character in the dressing room. So I think if we lose him, that, that, won't, that won't be good. So, and as soon as it's 12 million, you know, for a guy in his prime, he's an England international. You know, I agree with Wayne. Twenty-five million at least we should be selling him for. Yeah, well, I think twelve million would be incredibly low for someone at twenty-nine who's got a, still got quite a long contract, from what I understand. And he, he is an England international, and he's English. Normally, when he's an English player, there's an actual like extra amount put on top. Yeah. And um, uh, you know, Mary Maguire can go for eighty million. He might be generally a class as a, a better centre back, but I don't see that he's that much better than Connor. And if he is, uh, you know, if Connor's half the player of Harry Maguire, it should be 40 million. So when you tell me turn around and say 2025, 20, I think that's reasonable. But we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. It looks as if he's going to go on loan um, with an option to buy, and we'll have to see um, what that's going to happen. But if he does go, um, of course, we'll be wishing Connor all the best. It would be a sad day, to be honest, because I thought he was going to... He want, I mean, Connor's gutted, but Bruno's obviously got to do what Bruno wants to bring the team that he wants. And, if, you know, you don't bring a £20 million defender in and leave Kilman out, who's probably our best defender. So you can, there is an argument, but Connor is a great squad player and Wolves have been great for Connor. You know, they've turned him into this England international by playing him there, and he's been a good servant. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Geddes, looks like that's happening. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say I know too much about him. You know what I mean? I've heard he's versatile. I've heard he can play on the left mid or the left wing, right wing. He can play up front as a lone striker. I think he's quite good at passing, so you can have a go at him in number 10. You know, he's got options. We need that sort of striker who's. I'm not sure about... I think he's a good player to have for squad depth, but I think we still need a target man, I think, to cross the balls into to head him in. 100%, mate. Uh, 100%. That's uh, Bellini, isn't it? Or whatever his, his name is. Bellotti from Torino. He'd be... Uh, he scares me, he does. He's like a Mitrovic type of um, striker, isn't he? But that's yeah. really happening someone like that. Yeah, that's it. We just need someone to bang in goals. I say I was, I was looking at... Uh, other strikers like the uh, the Blackburn one, Ben Burton Diaz. You know, he was insane for Blackburn last season. You know what I mean? But as long as he knows where the net is, and that, that that's what we need to do. We need somebody who's good in front of goal because we're lacking that at the moment. Yeah, Neil's made a point as well. We've been linked with uh, with him. Will I think a striker will happen? We need one. 
Um, I think Fabio will come back a, a an even better player. But Wolves have been sensible and extended his contract by two years as well because they obviously want to get the value. But you know he's starting to bank in the goals, and hopefully he'll come back uh, even better for us next year. So we yeah. we need that backup striker. So yeah, your thoughts on that? Uh, any recommendations for the people out there? Netflix or anything like that that you like to watch? You know what? Even though I'm a young lad, I don't actually watch Netflix that often. So I'll just go to a TV programme that always used to cheer me up. It's in between us. Ah, it's it, funny that is, isn't it? It always cheers me up, you know what I mean? But if I was going to watch a TV programme or like a small series, if anyone's watching it, it was Anne. You know, the Hillsborough disaster. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was very good to watch. So Fantastic, mate. Have you enjoyed your debut? I have, mate. Cheers for having me on. I'm, I'm chuffed with it. No, anytime you want to come on and have an opinion, mate, just... Uh, Drop us a, a thing on Instagram. Just say I'll, I'll, I'm up for the show and I'll just yep. send you the link. But uh, well done on making your debut. You made some great points and it's been brilliant having you on. Yeah, cheers, mate. Appreciate it. Nice one. I'll see you in the North Thanks. Bank, probably. <laughs> yeah, in North Bank. Have a good see one now. See you, man. Oops. <laughs> Sam made a, a sneaky appearance for a second there. As a... But yeah, no, that's great to have Callum. We've had a few debutants on there as well. So that's uh, that's fantastic. And we've got another debutant coming on next. Chris, how are you doing? Hello, Dave. How are you doing? Fat mate, you are proper. You look, all we need is a, is all we need now is a football stadium back and you could Yeah, be I've got the old headset on, yeah. Oh, I, I can, yeah. What you yeah. We're going over now. I didn't see him, go, Jeff. I didn't see him go off, Jeff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, you've yeah. perfectly set up. Chris, brilliant, mate. Um, you, And you, you're writing for the uh, the website as well. Yeah, I did the first one on the transfer window, which wasn't that big because there hasn't been much activity. But um, uh, mate, I'll maybe tell you there'll what, be a second window coming up. You're going to have your work cut out, I think, for the uh, for the rest of the transfer window by the sounds of it. Let's hope yeah. anyway. Yeah. it's. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be a busier. Uh, it needs to. It, Loads of people been... are welcoming you, mate. Yeah, yeah. All I your fellow all, members yeah. as well. Yeah. Chris. No, it um... needs to be busy, mate. It's, it's, it's been dire, the transfer window. It, it's it's a kind of confusion window, really. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm really confused that we have moved to a back four and we think we're going to be pushing Conor Cody out. I'm, I'm not convinced back four is the answer. And, and as the guys and Wayne were saying, you know, if we're not going to a back five, then you want Conor Cody there. Um, yeah, I mean, why are you confused? Because I'm not confused uh, as why, because Bruno Large has always played with a back four. He's, he's been, he was brought in to play the attacking football. He didn't have the uh, personnel last year. They've bought this this centre back, which we've been wanting because we pretty much had the same defence since the championship. He was always going to switch to a back four. I think um, I think I'm confused because if anybody understands how what happened on Saturday with our full backs, their yeah. full backs now not wing backs. The first two things I bought this season were two full backs that can defend. And we haven't done it, so we're now playing attacking wing backs to full backs. And I just I just think it's gonna be a continual theme. We're gonna get hammered on the wings. And, and yeah, I only think the only one we've got in our team that can uh, tackle is probably Johnny. 
Johnny Australia. Yeah. Uh, did well last year. Semedo made... possibly, but I think he's still more attacking. But he, I think he, he's played in a back four from Portugal. But I, I'm, I'm really worried about Aitnoria. He's a great attacking wing back. Maybe we could turn him into a winger, but he, he can't defend. And it, it's it, it's taken one game for it to be found out. Everybody will be just going down a right hand wing now. Well, yeah, I mean, he didn't have his best game, that's for sure. But I think the jury's out. Um, we've got to give um, the give him like the. I mean, anyone can have one bad game. Um, it's, it's, it's not it's, the bad it's, game today, but three or four, or five games that it's, it's happening, and we'll only know that from the games, won't we? Yeah, I think so. But it, it is. It's it. It's not the fact it's a bad game. It's the way he approaches the play that position. He, you know, he overruns the ball. He attacks. Great going forward. All I see is ocean space behind him after he, he's lost the ball, marauding forward again, and 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 I just think it's a weak weak point where we um, could get exposed. So I mean, um, who impressed you yesterday, and who's your man of the match? I, I agree with you. Actually, I thought it was probably uh, a good game from Wang. Uh, I, my man of the match was was not Neves. I, I I gave it to Neto just for that um, thank you goodbye moment he did in the corner. That just missed it. All that was missing was a little touch to the right and a smash in the net. That would have been a wonder goal, you know. But um, yeah, I, I just I thought it was good to see Neto getting back to really where he was maybe a while ago and, and he's not been there. No, um, it's yeah, exciting so to see, isn't it? I thought he had a good game. I thought Collins and Kilman in the end, nothing was, you know. Um, it's a shame we're not going to be playing Burnley this season because they, they 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 just were heading the ball away and they they were quite dominant. I thought, um, I, and I think that's why he's, he's he's decided to pair them because I think they're they're both very young, they're both strong in the air, they're both technically quite good centre backs. I mean, we saw Kilman again do one of his little runs yeah. as well um, in the uh, in the first half, and um, they're going to probably develop a. Hopefully, as long as they both stay fit, a very good understanding as the more games that they play, and hopefully that'll that'll come. Um, so you're giving it to Neto. What about your performance rating? I'm a bit more stingy. I'm going to put it down as a six. I don't think we dominated a full half. I think we did 20 minutes where we looked really comfortable in the second half. Um, but I don't. I, I don't think we we played well enough as a team, um, long enough to to get a seven. I thought. I thought six. Um, Fair comment. Fair comment, uh, Chris. And obviously, we talked. You talked about the transfer. You wrote the article. Thank you very much mm -hmm. for volunteering to be one of the uh, Always Walls Fan TV writers for the new website. And uh, if you've not seen the website, guys, it, it the website, our website is the new website is fantastic. Um, if I say so myself, it's alwayswalls.co.uk. Um, get on that. Get on the, uh, make sure that you register on the uh, on the newsletter because there'll be stuff and competitions coming on that. And we've got so many great writers. Chris wrote an article as well. And if you do want to get involved with writing for alwayswolves.co.uk as well, just message alwayswolves, um, admin at alwayswolves.co.uk and Emma will get in touch about that. But Chris, thank you for your first article, but the website and thanks Emma for, for, for doing yeah, a great no job on it. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and um, transfer window then, again, Morgan, Cody. Um, Morgan, um, 
trying not to let my um, previous feelings about Morgan um, sway me a little bit. I'll ask you a question, Dave. Do you think Morgan Gibbs White can be a hundred million pound footballer? Do I think he can be? Yeah. Um, personally, it's hard to say. Um, he's young still. There's a there is a potential opportunity that he could be. Uh, I mean, for anyone to be a hundred million, they've got to be exceptional. I mean, like Jack Greeley. So, I don't know. I think he could get up to about seventy or eighty million if he has the right moves. But you just don't know, do you? It's how you, it's how he does in the Premier League. Uh, I I don't think I don't think he would. Uh, I think if we can get forty million pounds for him, I'll, I'll I do think forty million pound um, would be. Um, Probably enough for most. I mean, I did that poll, didn't I? Yeah, um, yeah. You could see uh, from the poll, it was sixty percent of the people. I think really would accept, would, would accept him. To be majority sold. of those that said no would probably come round to it if they bought in the reinforcements. Yeah, I think it'd be sad because I think he's he's got potential, but there, there comes a point where you think forty million. You know, who would we rather lose, Morgan or Neves? Yeah, definitely. And and is he is he really any different than Neto Pedence? You know, is is he going to give us anything really different? I think he is a little bit different. I think he he's a, he he plays a lot of balls in between the channels. I think he's got a lot a lot about him. Uh, I think he does give us a little bit of different option. But if we're bringing in um, Geddes, um, then mm. that would probably compensate for that. And then we get a striker in as well. So, you yeah. know, it, yeah. it could work out. We'll have to wait and see. What, what's your thoughts yeah. on Connor? Um, I don't want Connor to go, actually. I, I think it's premature. I think we haven't really proved that we should play as a back four. I think it would be foolish to let him go and then revert back to where we were because I think if we start taking some bad results, um, I think Bruno will revert to about five because he'll play it safe. He'll have to. Um, I think we haven't got the luxury of being able to fundamentally change a team unless we do something fantastic in the transfer window in the next few weeks. We just don't have a different style, a different setup. We don't have the numbers. So he's only really got to revert to back five and stop the, the, the goals going in. I think I think I don't particularly want Connor to go. I think he's um is 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 the way he's performed as a captain's been outstanding. He reminds me so much of uh, my hero when I when I started watching Wolves, which was Emily News. Yeah, he, he's exactly the same. A little story about Emily News. I went to see him play a game uh, very early on as a young boy, and I in we had the old. Um, alleyway down the side of the South Bank. I, I ran down there because the players used to walk from the cars down into the, the, the old Waterloo Road stand. I ran down there, chatting them in use for a signature. I got him and I said, Mr. Hughes, can I have a signature? And he, he, he looked at me and he said, oh, what's your name? I told him, Chris. And he said, ah, uh, oh. and he wrote him, I think, um, he, he said, I don't want your, I said, you don't want my signature, Chris. He said, I want yours. Sign your name here. And I, he signed this bit of paper I signed a bit of paper, he took it off me, put it in his pocket and walked off. Made me feel like a million pound he did. He was brilliant. And and that's the sort of thing that I see Connor do. He, he did that little article on the Wolves page when he um, talked to the lad who was being bullied at school and it just rang so, rang with me. I thought, crikey, you know, this is a guy that we've got to, 
you know, keeping around the clubs. I don't particularly want him to go. I think he's he needs to stay. Um, you make, you make a good point. Um, what would you say, though, like, if you're Bruno Large, um, and obviously you, you are playing a back four and Connor's going, I don't really want to be sat around waiting. I, I, you know, I've got England. I need to be playing. If I don't go and play, then I'm I'm probably not going to get in the England squad. Could you understand his point? I, I do, but what's to say he can't play in the back four? We mentioned already. Why can't he play in the back four for Wolves? If he's going to play in the back four for England, why can't he play in the back four for Wolves? I, I, I think I think he could play in the back four, and I think his article and what he said in his interview was he's learning new things. But when you've got, are you gonna are you gonna drop? Are you gonna replace out of Kilman and Collins? Mm. I, 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 well, at the moment you won't because that's who he's chosen. You know, he's not gonna, he's not gonna not play his new signing, is he? And you've got a backer here anyway. Uh, Jordan, he says, he's a Leeds fan. Getting rid of Cody would be a huge mistake. If you had to play the back five, I feel we'd have struggled. Good luck with the rest of the season. Fair comment. Well, it was, a, it was. He's agreeing with you. Yeah, it was it was, it was a safe formation. What we played last year was a safe formation. I know it wasn't inspiring, and I know we didn't, you know, rip the rip the goals off every week, and, but it was safe. You know, you were always going to be in a match. I'm not I'm not quite sure. I feel like that about that for the moment. I mean, they might they may go on and uh, prove to me differently, but I I don't think we've got the plethora of people up front that we can rotate in and out for a, for a back four attacking formation. It was, it, you know, the subs. We haven't talked much about the subs tonight, but we've got nobody. We've well, got, you, mate, you make you make such an important point there, Chris. You know, there was a stat yesterday um, that I read and a tweet. I saw it. It was five, the five, five, four, three, 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 and then one, one substitution. Yeah. Everyone else made at least three subs. We made yeah. one, and I tell you what. Um, Leeds made four subs. They had more energy, legs. They had, and then we he replaced Wang on eighty-five minutes with uh, Chem Campbell, who was number seventy-seven. Came on for five minutes. Wang hadn't played; had only played twenty-five minutes pre-season. Really, he was gone from about seventy minutes, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but he, he like. He's saying, "Well, look what I've got on the bench." Okay, you got Luke Kundal, you've got uh, Ronan. He could have done something, but we had no nothing forward areas really, other than Chem Campbell for him to bring. No, on. and and this is one of the things that annoys me about Bruno a little bit. He he didn't use his subs well last year, and 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 actually Leeds last year we put no legs on, and they they steamrolled us in the last twenty minutes and come back and beat us uh, at Molin. If you remember that that three two bloody reversal we had, and um. He seemed to always make a sub on seven minutes, and and just for making a sub, I don't think we've ever used subs properly under Bruno. I think one game we made we made some changes and they came off, but I know he's got nobody to bring on. But he he selected them. He's got them on the bench there, so surely he can see that Wang's Wang's actually gone, and um, you can bring somebody on and you can. Um, Fresh legs. It's you know it's strange. I I don't know why he unless he's making a point to the owners, you know, unless he's saying. Look, well, he this is what I've got. I think I think some of his interviews and what he said, yeah, um, and I think they are moving. I mean, look, moving on to Geddes looks like it's going to happen. Are you excited about him? 
No. No? No. Tell me why. Is he different to Neto? Is he different to Pedence? I'm not so sure. I mean, I know we've been following him for a long while. He's not the striker everybody's saying. They think no, he he's not a striker. He can play in striker. I think he can also play at the front of the midfield in that ball-running midfield role. He knows where he can shoot, though. He knows where the goal is. Yeah, he gets a lot of assists, a lot of goals. He's got, um, a can, he's got a bit of a cannon foot on him I, from, from the clips I've seen and when I've watched him. I mean, I think he's more like Jota than anybody else. So, if we lost him... Well, if we can get another Jota, him, that won't be you know, bad, will it? No, no. But I, I'm not overexcited. My, my, my thoughts are, primary concerns are we should be getting a striker and we should be getting some... We should be getting I think that striker back. will come. I think it's yeah. going to happen. Um, it's we that's have why to, I think it has they, to happen. It, there's yeah. no ifs or buts. It has but it, to happen. It's they been like this to... two years, Dave. Really, with striker, it's I know. you know the Fabio thing as well. I mean, it, Fabio. I'm glad he's scoring. If he scores enough that makes somebody want to pay 35 million for him next summer, I think we should get the 35 mil. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of his, but. Um, I don't think he's you know, gonna... I think I think Fabio will come good. The re- I, I, I say this, and he's like the guy's eighteen, he's nineteen. It's not his fault that there's thirty-five million. Steve Bull was paying for Tipton Harriers when he was his age, um, and who else was I going to going to be? Uh, uh, Jimenez hasn't even played a first-team game for anyone in Mexico, no. so he's like you know and. He's so much further along in his development than both of those. And they ended up, you know, Raul has become a fan favourite. Bully's a legend. So if yeah, he goes yeah. away and comes could back. Could go that way. He could, could do. go that way. I'm always looking on the, on the other side. You're, you're a little bit more cynical than me, Chris. Yeah, but I love I, it, yeah. mate. I love no, it. I, I, I think, love it. I think, I think if, it, if it goes away, Morgan's loaners and he, he, you know, tears it up and it comes back guy then it's worked. The one I'm really interested to try and see, but I, I don't think we're going to bring him back, is this um, Campana. When I've seen him play in America, he's been brilliant. Yes, a few people have mentioned that because the, uh, the season ends, so they can bring him back, can't they? So it'll be yeah. interesting to see whether they do that. And he, um, he's, he's, he's a proper back. striker. Who's he playing for at the moment? Um, oh God. D, not DC. Um I can't remember. They wear pink. He's been banging in the goals. But he's, 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 he's scored some cracking goals. Yeah, he's been mentioned. Chris, um, to finish on, favourite TV show or recommendations, Netflix shows, if you watch Netflix? Not ne- not um, It's not Netflix. The thing I'm really looking forward to is um, this new Lord of the Rings series. That's on nah, I love right. Lord of the Rings, mate. But the series starts on the 2nd of... Um, Second of uh, September, so I'm looking forward to uh, that. There's another one that I've been watching on um, on Netflix called The Sandman. Yeah, and I described that really much like Harry Potter for grown-ups. Ah, right. It's, yeah, um, yeah. He's he's a uh, he's um it's a good game, good 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 program. So that's um, quite good. Miami is. I've just remembered. Yeah, into, into Miami. Into yeah, Miami. Carl the yeah. Stato was. Uh, Pick that up. Paul Harris is correcting me. Tipton Town, not Tipton Harriers. Chris, fantastic having you making your debut. I hope you'll come on again. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. I'll see you in at the quiz. There's a quiz coming up in a few weeks' time, isn't it? Um, yeah, you're in Always Wolves B team, aren't you? 
Yeah, I'm in the B team. That's fantastic. We've got two teams entered into that now. Yeah. The B team's a place to be, I've heard. Uh, yeah, well, exactly. You'll be replaced. Yeah. You'll be like itching to get on and uh, get in the uh, in the A team and you know replace all of us lot and take over the channel and everything. I've had a special word with the quiz master, so we'll be okay. Nice one. I look forward to that, Chris, because we can share a drink as well. It'd be nice. Yeah, no problem. Top man, and thanks for supporting yep. the channel as well, mate, and doing what you do. It's much yep, appreciated. Yeah, no problem, and um, maybe bump into you on Saturday, and let's hope it's not the horror show that some people are thinking it's going to be, but... Keep yeah. the faith. Yeah, always wolves. Always wolves, mate. Thanks, Chris. So that's Chris uh, with his views, and um, and we've got a final one uh, coming up now. He's uh, back, our final caller today. It is... Sam, how you doing? And you've got a giant Connor Cody and you've got a reverse Everton logo. And you look ever too tiny. You're on mute, Sam. Does that come back there? Yeah, sorry, that was me. Yeah, the reverse. It, it wouldn't flip in time for the show, so I've just left it. All I can say is, everybody, let's set up a, uh, a Just Give In page. Let's buy Connor Cody ourselves and keep the lad, because I don't want to see him going. And by the way, yes, he can play in a back four. He's done it for us and he's done it for England. And Everton play a back four. Come on. Do they, Do they play a back four? Well, they, they move, don't they? Three, five, four, and they move it during the game. You have a look what, uh, what our dear friend up there, Lampard, said about him. He wants him as another player to uh, keep his dressing room intact, but that's beside the point. A couple of things to pick on. Yeah. Jack, Jack, you mentioned earlier, Largue being a manager. No, he's not. He's a head coach. Please yeah. get this right, fans. He does not have a say fully in what players we get in. Mendes, Jeff Shee and the CEO of Fossen do. Fossen bought the club to run as a business. Simple as. Okay. That's it. I'm finishing with that. Uh, Cody, 150 games for Wolves. Okay, 150 games. The guy Cody's who can played play more than 150 games. He's played over 300 games he's today. Play, he's, he's played 150 games, full games for us since he started. I think, if I'm not right, otherwise somebody's told me the wrong info tonight. But if it's 300, yeah, think about, thinking, he's been with us Premier League appearances, maybe. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. If he's been with us five years, okay, why are we shipping him out at 29? Why are we sending him to a rival club that probably this season, and I am doom and gloom here, the way I feel at the moment is a relegation battle looks looming because I don't see, as Chris didn't, Geddes, I don't think it's the player we think he is. I've seen him play and we've got better still at the club. So that's that one. Morgan Gibbs-White. 40 million, I'd let him go. I don't want him to go because at the moment, I think that's where the goals are going to come from. I think he's, yeah. he's coming good. But I'd like to see Fabio Silva call back. I'd like to see Fabio and Morgan Gibbs-White up front with our other players when Jimenez is back behind them. Neves, Neto, all feeding through. I think it'll work. You you were only just behind me at the game on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. The corners that Gibbs White would take were pin accurate to the middle of the box, every one he took. Okay. 
Ike Nori's been mentioned. I think he had a mare of a game. I don't rate he the bloke. I never have. Game, to be no, fair. I don't rate him. Uh, man of the match. I'm trying to cover this off quickly. Uh, Connor Cody for coming and waving to us afterwards. And basically, he was saying he's good boys. He knows he's going, doesn't he? But on the pitch, I've got to give it to Gibbs White. Do you, do you know what? On my, on my man of the match, I don't know if you've watched my uh, my reaction. I actually said yeah. Gibbs White, but I went with Neves. Yeah. I thought I thought Morgan had a really good game. He, I, I, he, I, was... he had two passes that were outside of the boot, pinned yeah. over fantastic passes. Yeah. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of skill. He's got such a lot of skill, um, you know. And it's clear that Bruno Large wants him as part of his team. He gave him the captain's armband on thing. He, he put his arm around yeah. him. Thought, but like there comes a point, I'm guessing, when if you get a forty million pound bid. Then, like what Jack said earlier, if Bruno is saying he's integral to my team, I need him, he's got to stay, then they've got to reject the bid. If, the if problem Bruno we've comes got, and says, well, then... The problem we've got is Bruno isn't having the say in it, is he? He's been, he's been, another, he's been another Nuno, unfortunately, and there's going to be a falling out in the, in the back rooms. It, it'll happen. To be, to be fair, he needs to have more of a say. He yeah. needs to be saying because... It's, it's his on the line, but all the fans can now t- they can now see and they they see. I mean, we're not we're not bashing Foson um, as such because they've done such a great job for Wolves getting us to this point. Then and they've got to this point, and the fans have been quite patient over the last two years, understanding the pandemic and the, all of that sort of point. And now we've got to sort of like a crossroads, whereas you know you've got this ambition. You've got to, if you brought in Bruno, you've got to back him to be able to play the system that he wants and bring in the players. And the fans have got a, a little bit frustrated because they're just thinking, we've got injuries happening. We've got players that we're sending out on loan. We've got like players that we're selling and have let go. And we've got this ever decreasing squad that's squad. getting smaller and smaller. Wait. And then you look on the bench. And you've got no disrespect to them, some talented youngsters that we have definitely got. I was just going to make the point. You can't put you can't put all five youngsters on. You can bed one or two yeah. at certain points, but you can't Wait. just put them all in. And when you're looking at looking at the bench, and you know, the Cody sitting there with a bunch of under twenty threes. Yeah, we had twelve. If you don't count Saw, we had twelve tried and tested players. In the team and on the subs, five were youngsters out of the under twenty three squad that have had the odd five and ten minutes here, and they've played a few games in pre season. They're not tried and tested. We've got nobody. We've got so many injuries at the club at the moment. I don't know. I've just reading a couple of comments. Adrian Richards. I'm not a Bruno fan. I'll just tell you that now. I didn't rate him when he was at Benfica. I don't rate him at Wolves. Yeah. I'd so that's that comment there. That's yeah, Adrian. Yeah. I'd, I'd quite happily. See him go and bring somebody in that is a Premier League British manager that knows the the, the, the the clubs that are playing this country. He's had a year with us now and we're playing the same Nuno squad. We've been playing the same style of football. We've gone 15 games without a result. And Well, we, 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 it's, well it's, it's, we have had two wins in there, but we've gone eight games. Yep. We're on the longest winless streak longest in the Premier League. Longest winless streak we've had. But we've won two out of fifteen, so the form is it currently. Well, okay, we're in a new bad. season, but the form over the last 
15 games has not been great. No. But as, as to Bruno and what Adrian said there, the fact that he didn't make a substitution till very late in the game is telling me he's got no confidence in what he has got. Or was, that's, he, that's making point? was he making a point? He was, because Jeff Shee was there. In his press yeah. conference, I look at the bench, I've got no one to bring on, really. I, don't, yeah, I, mean, I thought if, if he was going to bring Chem Campbell on for but, Wang, you should have done it on 70 minutes, because Wang was done earlier. Yeah. by but 70 the, minutes. The point is then, why did he pick those substitutes if he says he's got nothing on the bench to bring on? That was his decision to pick the team. So this is why I'm saying there are other players in that youth team that have been playing well. Why has he picked those five? He's got to have some confidence in the players, but then not to use them. I see it as no confidence on the day. I'm getting confused with the guy. I don't think he has got his style and the team sorted in his own mind when he well, trains yeah, but them then, the Sam, when you, when you, And obviously, I'm going to play devil's advocate because that's my job, mm. right? Yeah? Yeah. But, yeah, you, you, you know, as the host, I've got to <laughs> do this. But then you see the 25, 30 minutes we played after half time. We were in so much in control. We weren't, even, you know, we were just like, they didn't even get a sniff leads for that but sort we, of. We couldn't finish anything. That, that's the no, problem. That's, it, same that old, is the same problem. Jota was the first mistake that Fosun made, letting him go. That was the biggest mistake we made. And then we followed them up systematically. If you've got Liverpool calling and the player wants to go and they're going to get 45 million for a player that was yeah, sitting but, on the bench for most of last season, what you know, but what was Jota's motivation? Money, but this is where we've got a problem. We've set this ceiling limit of a hundred thousand pounds a week for the players, so he goes up to Liverpool and he doubles what he's getting from us. Yeah, he's but Liverpool has so much more financial clout than what Wolves do because they're in a they've got a bigger global fan base, they've got bigger stadium, they've got more revenue coming in, they can pay bigger wages. And to be honest, I'll, I've got to be honest, Sam, I, I've, I want you to help me put together a video clips of me scoring. Uh, brilliant goals and Peter the skills, so I can con some Premier yep. League club into hiring me for a week, so I can get fifty, fifty to a hundred thousand pounds, and then realise that I'm absolutely not very good, or I can get injured on my first day of training and do yeah. that. Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I'll make you laugh. I'm fifty-six next week. I've just been signed. And signed I'm playing, by for, who? I'm playing for one of the Wolves teams. Which That'll one? make you all laugh. I can't say on here because we're not allowed is it to. The over, say. Is it the uh... No, it's not the over 50s. I'm training with them each week. I'm doing all sorts of them. I'm, I'm loving it. So it's I, a good, you need, a good you need to get me. I'm decent, you know, mate. So I could, I'd yeah. like to, you know, I've got decent, I am. Yeah, well, come and join I play us. five aside every week. That's what I've I was got, doing. I'm not, I'm not a bad player. My uh, my lights you gone. Can on tell in the your manager to look out for Dazzling Dave. He's a, he's on. I've I'm not signed that. by anyone at the moment. There I'm a free go, agent. Then. Free agent. We have to get signed up. So come down and see us. I'll talk to you about it. The, uh, is that down at the Dome? Yeah, it's one of the teams that plays down there. So we're loving it. But everybody that comes on here knows about it. I think. Um, just one other thing I picked up on as well. You were just saying about that. We're talking about transfers coming in and. Uh, Guedes, again, is this one of Mendy's little guys that's being pushed onto us? I don't know about the guy enough at the moment, so I'm not sure whether we've been steered into been this. I think we've been trying to get him, haven't they, for a long time. Oh, I know but, Mendes has but, been yeah. uh, instrumental in the last things, trying to get it over the line. Valencia need the money. 
It's looking like it's 27 million. Fabricio has basically mentioned the player's name, Wolves, and here we go in the same sentence. So that's yeah, pretty pretty all together. 99% done. Well, I'll have a little look at uh, the Mount Hotel and uh, can see and tell everybody. Because normally the players stop in there the night before they go for the oh, yeah, we all know they go in the mount. Yeah, so yeah they they're always in there. there. So who is she gonna who is your man of the match for yesterday then, Sam? Morgan Skibwise was my man of the match. Yeah. So and, I'll uh, give it to them. Rating on the team, I'm giving the lowest of the lot. I think it overall it was a very poor performance. I've got to give him five out of ten overall. Mate, but, Sam, nothing if not honest. That uh, yeah, you I've, say... I've got to give him that. I saw pre-season. Some of the players were looking sharp. Then they come out onto that game and it was lacklustre. We had a few moments. The first 20 minutes was all I saw of any passion and it seemed to drop off. You say 20 minutes of the second half, I didn't see it the same way as you. I just There was something that wasn't quite there again. Do you we know were, what? We were holding the ball, but not finishing it. Do you know what, Sam? I thought, I mean, I, I mean this is my view. I thought it was a perfect start. You know, yeah. great start. Um, you know, in years gone by, 1-0 up, we don't lose. But we seem to be, every time we go in the lead against Leeds, we seem to... We lose. Well, they drew and then obviously threw away a game last season that was so in control of. Leeds bullied us, um, you know, with their high press. We started giving the ball away. Bruno's obviously gotten playing these one-touch type of things to try and open up teams and that's great when it worked but we'd stop working and they kept we kept giving the ball back to them and then eventually the goal came then Donker should have finished that one at half time yeah but I think Bruno got him in at half time and he sat him down and you know you you're panicking boys when thinking you you know you can control this game and they came out in the second half and we literally controlled that game Leeds were nowhere near Touching us with that, they were the ones losing the ball. We were getting winning it back, and we didn't take our chances yet again. As this old Achilles heel, which is why we need this striker coming in, someone that can put the ball in the back of the onion bag and take a half chance and put it away. And then we would like you were probably thinking the same when you were there. You know they're going to get one chance and it's going to go in the back of the net. And lo and behold, exactly what happened. Bish bash bosh. Bit of luck. Bit of luck. Yeah, and wrong foot looked. in the wrong place. And they bought substitutes on, four substitutes. They got more energy on the park. And then we never really looked, you know, if uh, I, I mean, looked as if we were going to get the equaliser. What, what can we say the difference? They got eight first-team players that they'd moved about or replaced. Uh, I think they got six injured. So theirs was a mate-up team as effect. We were in the same position. What did they do differently to us? They didn't give up at the end. They just they, they saw a chance and took it. Although it was a lucky second goal for them. I think I Nori will be kicking himself for putting his right foot out. Won't it's he? one of those, foot. isn't it, with a defender? Yeah. Because he's there Got trying try. to stop the keeper. And how many goals do we see defenders banging like yeah. that through the year? Yeah. It's coming across. They're trying to block it or deflect it out. But like if it... Catches them wrong, it goes in the back of the net. The keeper's got no chance. The problem was the cross should have been stopped first yeah. of all, and the first defender in front of Eight Nuri should have been anticipating the cross and cut it out, as Leeds did when we were yeah. getting the crosses in. They were stopping the cross at the near post, 
most of the time before it got into the danger danger positions to finish it off. We got yeah. in. Um, eight Norrie was through in the second half when it was one all, and yeah, you right know, left. it was a good block from the defender that came across. Dendonka got into the six yard box. Literally, all, all he had to do was dink it, and it's a goal. And he just tries to just tap it, you know, pass it into the net. The keeper puts his leg out wide. You know the keeper's going to do that. So you dink it. A striker finishes that goal and he didn't do it. And, do it. and, and you don't take your chances in this division, Sam. You get, you get punished. And yeah, get punished. We've got to That's solve that problem. Uh, Adrian says it right. Guys, let's. I don't know how many uh, likes we've got. Let's smash all the likes if you're watching. We've had uh, nearly 200 watching all game. Uh, if you're brand new, please consider subscribing uh, to the uh, to the channel. Uh, let's get us nearly that 30,000. Um, so you've obviously made your points on Morgan, Connor, and yeah. Geddes. Obviously, the jury's going to be out. We'll find out more this week. Sam, yeah. I bet you've got some great programmes to recommend to everyone. Uh, well, I don't do Netflix, as I've probably said before. Yeah, you I, did, yeah. I, I do have a, uh, a method of watching uh, other games that we can't mention on here. Um, big up the people who sort that out for me. They're really good. Um, I've, I like the Big Bang Theory, but I like a certain person in the Big Bang Theory, and she just so happens to be in the flight attendant. Oh, I don't right know if you've seen that. that. I, I, I think, think she's... Yeah. yeah, so flight attendant is one, but then I like uh, some of the documentary programmes that are on, like the uh, the Scrapyard, Junkyard Scrapyard Empire. Challenge. Yeah, and Junkyard Empire and those type of things. So yeah. that intrigues me. But the big one that I've sort of binge-watched on uh, recently, because I missed it when it first came out, was Lost. And oh right, yes, I, yes, yes. I spent the summer watching the whole of that series off my little box from start to finish, and yeah, I, I just got hooked in that. So there's a few there, uh, but my my biggest one at the moment, I, I'd, I'd say, is you've got to watch the English Football League on ITV4, and you've then got to watch Match of the Day, haven't you? Just to uh, see what the void you have difference to watch, you is between have the two to divisions. Have to watch match of the day, mate. After watch match of the day. Uh, Sam, as always, absolutely brilliant. I do want to say, guys, a big thank you uh, to our new partner uh, for the show, Wolf Life. They're a Wolverhampton-based company. Uh, they basically do low-cost life insurance. The link is in the description below. Fill in the form. And you get free entry. There's competitions, but the first one is to win a Wolves uh, shirt. All you have to do is click the link, uh, put the details in. They'll give you a quote, but you'll be in the draw to win a Wolves shirt as well. And actually, they help you out with your life cover as well. So, And they're a local Wolverhampton-based company. Uh, Sam, for a second there, had teleported to his office, but he's back again now with uh, Connor Cody. Uh, Sam... Final thoughts uh, on the start of the season and your expectations for the year? I'd hope to see us um, improve with the signings. I do think if Larg's going to stay as head coach, he needs to have more input into the team. And I think there needs to be quite a sum put down on the table to sort this team out. I don't think the selling at 40 million of a player and 12 million for Cody 
is going to make us any better than we are. I think we're talking £150 million worth of players are needed to make this squad top six. I think we're going to be 14th to 16th, and I think we're just going to stay out of the relegation zone. And yeah, well, that's where I, I see it after that performance. Sam, did you watch the uh, podcast with me, Manny, Paul, and um, I saw that, Casey. yeah, brilliant. Um, you know, Manny hit the nail on the head in some ways. He basically was the only one of us says if we stay with this squad as it is, we're going to get relegated, but if we invest and bring in the right players, we could be as high as six at the yeah. moment. We just don't know. We're on a no. tipping point one way or the other. We're either going to go that way and it's going to be serious panic and everything's going to go sour. Or if they get the right players and they get the yeah. right system, they get it, it could go the other way. Yeah. We're going to know in the next three weeks. I know. The other thing that I thought was we've just bought Collins in from a relegated Burnley side. So he was in the defence of a team that got relegated. We've paid £20 million for him. I don't see that as a sound buy at twenty million. If Code is only going to come in at twelve, do you know I'll what? Sam, you that. Uh, to finish off with Collins was is very very highly rated. Uh, he, he might have been in a Burnley team that went down, but he only played half a season, and he was basically one of pretty much their best player. There's a lot of teams that were interested in Collins. He's young. Mm. He's he's a good. I think he's. You can see he's going to be a player. But he's got to—you've got to have better players around him than what Burnley got. Um, but I do agree. How Connor Cody's played in the Premier League for you know for four or five years, captain of his club, England international already. How can he only be valued at twelve million when Colin? It makes no sense. Surely Connor's got to be at least twenty twenty-five, and I think that's the question that Wolves fans will be. Yeah, we want—we love Connor. We can understand his reasons for what, why he wants he wants to play, he wants to get into the England squad and all that. But Wolves are also a business, you know. You can't be like letting him go for like it's just peanuts. You've got he's peanuts. Got, they've got to pay the, the the value of what he's worth. If Collins is worth twenty million and Mary Maguire is worth eighty million, and he's English as well, and he's an English international. <laughs> He's played so many games. Surely he's got to be worth at least 20, 25 million. No, keep going upwards. 40, 45 million pound player. I feel he's he's as good as Maguire is on on these days, if not better. Harry Maguire, I don't know. That's why Leicester let him go to Man United because they knew it's a screw Man United up and they're not doing as well as they used to. Well, you know, the glory days are gone. I mean, yeah, it's just funny. they started again this they started again this year and they've lost again. So yeah. yeah. Um I, that was you, you have to smile at things like that to be to be fair. Um yeah guys listen thank you ever so much for uh, for tuning in tonight to the show. Uh check out the match vlog, check out the instant reaction. That's had nearly twelve thousand views uh, straight after the game. The international fans been out uh, we'll obviously keep you up to date here on Always Wolves Fan TV with all the latest developments. So hit the bell notifications. If you're watching this back on Catch Up, li- and if you watch it, leave a comment in the description. And if you're listening to it on the Always Wolves podcast, um, I hope you're enjoying that. Leave us uh, a five star rating. Uh, from myself and all the guests tonight, thank you for Dave Tons for everyone that's coming on and making their opinions. And of course, you guys in the chat because you make it all worthwhile with your comments as well. Uh, we've got some to finish us off with. So all the best to you guys. Uh, Love to you and families wherever you're watching and listening in the world. Until the next one, I'm Dazzling Dave. 
Always Wolves. Always Wolves, folks. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.